Hello everyone, welcome to a special bonus mini episode of Haunted 518. I wanted to talk about a just a few things today because in my preparations for having psychic medium Katie Manning on, which will the episode will be released tomorrow, I heard her and another medium, Michelle Lyons Polito, talking on a podcast about the Sand Lake Crooked Lake House. And since I already did Sand Lake, I thought it would be fun to just add this as a little bonus mini episode. Um, the podcast that I heard them talking about it on is the 518 Paranormal project which is on iHeartRadio and it's also the podcast by Steve Brott which is the own who is the owner of the South Glens Falls Paranormal Society who is who I spoke to in an early much earlier episode of this podcast probably around this time last year actually I think it's um the third fourth fifth somewhere in there episode of Haunted 518 I got to sit down with Steve and um pick his brain about you know owning a paranormal society so um the again it's the 518 paranormal project and it's episode number 17 uh katie manning and michelle lyons polito psychic mediums i'm actually going to start this little mini episode by playing the recording of the part of the of the podcast episode that caught my ear as to the sand lake uh crooked lake house so let's get started with that and then i'll just follow up with just a few other little things and yeah and i'll just be a fun little addition to the sand lake area since we already talked about it and the whole hazel drew drew question behind her murder but i just thought how did i miss this the crooked lake house it seems like a a staple in in that area so yeah so i invite you to sit back relax enjoy and um and listen to the the woman speaking in the recording is michelle lyons polito out of the two mediums Guys, ever investigated the uh, the Crooked Lake House out in Sand Lake? Not. I've had. Well, I used to work there way back when, and um, the place is amazing. I mean, there was a speakeasy in the cellar. There were murders there. Uh, someone saw the Virgin Mother appear in the mm. stairwell. What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> and the wildest thing is, I I was in grad school when I started working there, and they said, "Geez, if you have time, the place has been closed for like fifty years. You want to help us go through the stuff?" I love old stuff, so we're yeah. washing all the plates. I started hearing my name being called, and the two owners, Mark and Dalmar, they're New York City guys, they came up and bought the place, I'm like, you guys keep calling me, and they're like, no we don't, everyone who worked there, they would hear their name, loud and clear, in a group of people, but no one else would hear their name, it was really wild, and then there was the point where, in the wine cellar, I think that's where the speakeasy, Legs Diamond was down there as well, um, you'd be down there, and it felt like you were just being ripped apart. And I used to be, I used to have to go down to the wine, you know, the cellar to grab something. I have never been, that's, I have to say that's the one place I was actually scared. All right, welcome back. I just thought that was a really fun and spooky way to uh, to start this off because who better to talk about a haunted historical place than a psychic, a renowned psychic medium and, uh, and a local medium at that, which is even more wonderful. So I thought that was a really great way to just talk about it. And it definitely, my ears uh, uh, piqued my interest and it caught my ears. And I said, I gotta add that. 
So I wanted to start with an article back in 2003, which says, which is titled For Sale, Favorite Haunt of Famous and Infamous. Um, I just thought this would be a good place to start and then we'll kind of get into a little bit more. So the ghosts, Tommy, Jimmy, Glenn, Teddy, and Legs were conjured up on a cold rainy day near the crackling fire at the Crooked Lake House. I wouldn't call it haunted, said owner Mark Hammond. When I'm here, there's always a sense of all the stuff and people that have been here. Only about 20 miles from downtown Albany, Crooked Lake is tucked into the foot of the Berkshires. It was popular throughout the years with politicians and vacationers for being remote, yet close to the state's capital. Stories about who trekked through Crooked Lake House abound. Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey and Glenn Miller broadcast live from the ballroom. Teddy Roosevelt vacationed here and Legs Diamond, the famous bootlegger, is believed to have frequented the bar. The big house's bar is made of mahogany. There are six fireplaces, a 3,000 square foot kitchen, 1,500 feet of lake frontage, six guest rooms with room in the attic for more, antiques, and the big band era ballroom. And in the basement, there's another bar, once believed to be a speakeasy. And all this and the ghosts can are being sold for the asking price of 1.8 million. The Crooked Lake House is on the market. Once condemned, the resurrect, resurrecting the storied property was a dream of Dalmar Tift, who grew up in the area and was taken by the architecture. After going off to New York City to become a successful designer, he came home about a decade ago and bought the property with Hammond, his partner. Dalmar became the Don Quixote of the Crooked Lake House, Hammond said. It really was Del- Dalmar's dream. Tift and Hammond spent years renovating, especially the ballroom, where big band leaders broadcasted live. The room was slipping off the rear of the structure, threatening to end up in the lake. The pair began a banquet and catering business. They revived the lounge and its giant red slate and quartz fireplace, where a cat perched on the mantel recently during a tour. They also strapped the 1930s big band room back onto the building. Tifton Hammond opened up the Crooked Lake House to the public public as a banquet facility. However, Tift died of brain cancer in 1998. He was 53. While Hammond, who is living at the inn now, said he enjoyed the project, it was more of Tift's dream and it is too much to care for now. His hope is that someone with restaurant experience will buy the property and continue the tradition. I would love to see someone do something to make it available for the community, he said. Hammond said it's easy to walk in and envision what the place was like years ago. You can imagine Glenn Miller on the stage, people in the 40s costumes and gangsters downstairs. The lounge, once described as Rensselaer County's living room, is the oldest part of the Crooked Lake House, which originally served as a stagecoach stop, a post-revolutionary war tavern en route to the Berkshires. There's a lot of political history, Hammond said. He has a copy of the register that Teddy Roosevelt signed when he took six rooms on April 29th, 1899 for his boisterous family while governing New York. (laughs) Hammond found himself listening to many stories about what the Crooked Lake House meant to residents. John F. Kennedy is said to have slept here. Hammond said he once heard that liberants 
offered to buy the the previous owner's piano and paid him $5,000, but never returned to collect the piano. One lady told me she and her husband had dinner. He proposed to her while Glenn Miller was playing on the stage, Hammond said. Hammond, an interior designer based in Hudson, put the massive building on the market almost a year ago and recently signed with a local real estate agent. The sprawling building is a composite of additions built over the years that reaches towards the small lake. A fire destroyed the structure in 1840 and it was rebuilt in 1860 by James McKay Mosher, who later sold it. In 1932, Al Kuhn and his family took it over. Many of the objects left behind after Kuhn died were auctioned off, including stuffed animals, some victims of Teddy Roosevelt's hunting expeditions that once decorated the inn. Still, things were left behind like dishes from the 1940s and French Art Deco chairs. The Crooked Lake House renovations uncovered some of the house's past. Hammond said they planned to replace the famous bar that drew so many politicos and locals with a marble surface, but then stripped a few layers of the shellac revealing the original mahogany. Besides hosting famous and infamous guests, the Crooked Lake House is adored in the community. It's been a part of Sand Lake history since the moment the first tavern and stagecoach stop was built there, said town historian Judy Rowe. The joys of the town, weddings, proms, political dinners, it has so much history. Rowe noted that the house has its own waltz, like the Crooked Lake Waltz, written in 1885. She remembers dancing all night at the inn when she was a teenager, as well as holding her daughter's sweet 16 birthday party there. If someone bought the place who had a feel for history, it could come back again, Rowe said. It holds a key to so many generations, starting from the revolution to the present. So I thought that was really great. And again, that article is dated in 2003. So then, um, jumping to 2006, this next article says, Crooked Lake House, Averill Park Landmark, gets new owners. The restaurant business is already tough. What if you're reopening a landmark eatery and banquet house on the shore of a small lake in rural Rensselaer County, halfway between Troy and the Massachusetts border? Paul and Donna Vincent of Albany were about to find out. The Vincents, on March 17th, bought the Crooked Lake House in the hamlet of Averill Park for $760,000. Now they hope to restore the place where they've celebrated their wedding reception almost nine years ago into a vibrant business again. Built in 1780 as a stagecoach stop, the original building was destroyed by fire. Rebuilt in 1840, expanded and remodeled into a small Victorian hotel. In its heyday, the Crooked Lake House was the gathering spot for the rich, famous, and infamous. Um, So yeah, so this pretty much uh, explains how business began to decline after World War II. Airline travel um, made far-flung vacations possible, so it kind of took people out of the area. And then it talks about, again, Dalmar Tiff purchasing it, and um, he spent... About two million is the estimation reno- uh, estimation of the renovation for the interior, um, and he did unfortunately pass away before the work was finished. Um, and then it goes on to talk about his partner Mark Hammond and kind of what ended up happening after that. But um, but it is interesting to know that it did sell in two thousand six to a local couple. Um, so now 
just a little extra thing jumping on over to on facebook the old daily on crooked lake it's called old daily on crooked lake like that's the um handle uh their facebook handle they have a post that says we love our spiritual friends um thank you phil for this amazing picture that we will cherish forever um so phil bailey i believe is a local historian that does uh, presentations there which we'll get into but i wanted to read this post because um um, it's got a beautiful picture that I'll put on our social media associated with it with people and um, you know a black and white photo an old dress and it's in front of uh, Brown's Crooked Lake House so the post reads Halloween is approaching and I have a great ghost story some say this is one of the best pictures of ghosts you'll ever see I'm not saying you can't find flaws in the story but it's a good one and it's unfolded right here in Rensselaer County here's how it goes a photographer in the days of glass plate photography stopped by the Crooked Lake Inn in Sand Lake, Averill Park area. He proposed taking a picture of the staff in exchange for a free lunch. After lunch, he took the photo and developed the picture on the premises. The staff loved the resulting image. Then the photographer said something like, but here's why I'm perplexed. I took a picture of the seven of you and there are eight people in this picture. The staff looked more closely at the photo and were so shocked to see on the far right the image of their friend and co-worker who had died about a year earlier. My late friend, author David Pitkin, wrote about this one in one of his books and provided me with the picture. He pointed out the ghostly figure on the right is dressed for a different season than the other women in the photograph, and he says she appears to be hovering above the ground a little. Ooh, that gives me chills. <laughs> David said this photo is considered a convincing argument that ghosts are real because you can't superimpose another image on a glass plate negative. Then I asked David, well, have you seen the glass negative? And he acknowledged that he had not. A copy of this picture used to hang inside the Crooked Lake Inn, but it disappeared. Recently, I provided the new owners, the Old Daily Inn, with a new copy, so it hangs in the Crooked Lake Inn again, where it belongs. David Pitkin's entertaining books about ghosts are still available. There are seven or eight of them total, with titles like Ghosts of the Northeast, New York State Ghosts, and Haunted Saratoga. I've spoken to the Sand Lake Historical Society about the photo, too, and they have a copy. In fact, the Sand Lake Historical Society is sponsoring ghost tours of the town this weekend, so go to their website to check out even more. So, I am looking at the photo right now, and I am getting chills. It is freaky. I will absolutely post this picture and yep there are seven people on left and then awkwardly this other woman that ew, it really does look like she might be floating but i don't know she's standing on this front porch area her um posture is very creepy it's like she's hunched forward a little bit so i will absolutely take this uh post this photo on our uh facebook and instagram so then, yeah, I just wanted to um, also just conclude this episode by saying that the the Crooked Lake House, I believe uh, by the gentleman Phil Bailey, had offered um, something called History and Ghost Stories of Crooked Lake House. 
Um, and it looks like it was at the Sand Lake Town Hall, but it was canceled due to the pandemic because it was supposed to be Thursday, March 12th, 2020. Um, it was an hour and a half from 7 p.m. to 8.30. And unfortunately, they they clearly canceled it. But, um, but yeah, again, the Sand Lake Town Hall. So I'm just curious if that's going to be rescheduled to a later date. And it looked like Phil Bailey was going to be the one that... Um, oh, no, it's Paul Schroeder, a gentleman named Paul Schroeder. I'm sorry. Paul Schroeder will talk about the history of the Crooked Lake House right up to the present and will include a segment on the ghost stories he has collected. Paul is a longtime resident of Sand Lake and an investor in real estate. He purchased the Crooked Lake House, now Old Daily on Crooked Lake, almost 10 years ago. The Old Daily Inn folks were his tenants and partners in renovations. He sold the property to them the property to them five years ago and held a mortgage which was paid off recently so a five it's free but a five dollar suggested donation goes directly to support the conservation on the Rensselaer Plateau so um, that is also on the um, their Facebook page the old daily on Crooked Lake Facebook page um, but it, it obviously says canceled so I am curious if they're gonna hold that again and I just wanted to kind of add that in there so that is all that we have for today. I um, I wanted to, as always, just reference the places where I've gotten my uh, source material from. The first one being thesunjournal.com, the second one being bizjournals.com, and then the Old Daily on Crooked Lakes Facebook page, and then just again on iHeartRadio, the podcast, The 518 Paranormal Project, specifically episode 17, titled Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons-Polito, Psychic Mediums. So yeah, I thought that um, even though we had done a Sand Lake episode because we have a personal story from a psychic medium and you can't really get much better than that, um, and plus the other information that I was able to find online, it was worth doing a little extra. So... So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this little bonus episode and then keep an eye out for the uh, wonderful episode I have releasing tomorrow, my talk with psychic Katie Manning Hilton. And um, yeah, on that note, I hope you have a great weekend and cheers and happy haunting.